0: welcome to the libra lounge with keisha today is episode 91 is that right yes it is 91 we're almost at 100 episodes that is kind of insane um before we continue we have an additional production assistant in the studio uh this evening it is my toy poodle sushi if you hear him if you hear him speak a wakandan if you speak you hear him speak in english Y'all know how he do. Y'all know he's extra, he's noisy, and he's devastated by the fact that I'm not holding him right now. So, actually, we just had to pick him up from the groomer and didn't have time to go home, so he is up here with us today. Before we move ahead, just want to remind you guys to make sure you're following us on social media, especially on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, you can listen and watch the show on YouTube, our Facebook page. iTunes, you can watch it on iTunes, right? You can. Okay. uh, Now, TuneIn app, Laughable app, and iHeartRadio, you can only listen to the show that way. That's right. Okay, because y'all know sometimes I just be lying and just sprouting out things that are not actually factual. So, if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for The Gab.
1: We know she has a really big mouth which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's Gossip the Gab with Keisha.
0: All right. Uh, this has been a very, very extremely emotional past couple of days um, with the passing of Chadwick Bosman. That one hit me hard. I, I cannot even deny it. I, I I cried all the way home. Um, It led to me actually posting a live video on my personal Facebook page because it was just like the straw that broke the camel's back with everything that is going on in the world right now, especially in regards to the safety of black men um, against police brutality. It's just like here is someone who is such an example for so many people and someone who is truly the embodiment of when you have a black son, how you want him to be. Um, I actually wrote something on my Instagram page and uh, I think it's the best way that I can describe it because otherwise I'll just ramble on and on and on. Um, I said, I'm sure he could have never imagined how the world would collectively mourn his loss. When you're tired, frustrated, and ready to give up, Remember that Chadwick was battling cancer during the entire filming of Black Panther and the Avengers. No matter what the world tells nor shows us, royalty runs through our blood. Not drug dealing, not the ghetto, not crime, not stupidity, not racial profiling, not welfare, not a sports ball, not nigga this, nigga that. Motherfucking royalty. It's time to take back our crowns. But as a friend recently told me, it starts at home. Then you work with your city. You go to your city council meetings. You get on the school board. Then your state. Then your country. You cannot do one step without doing the other. The world needed a Chadwick Bosman. He has set the path. He has showed us a new path. Now it is up to us to follow that path or make our own. I, I don't I don't even think that there's anything else that I can, can say. I, I've, I've I've cried about it, it's just something, it is again, so close to Paul Walker's death when there's nothing bad to say about this person. And with the way, and that shows you the difference between being an actor and being a celebrity. Have you noticed that?
1: I have, yeah.
0: With Paul Walker, nothing bad was said. Uh, The only bad thing that was said about him was the age of his girlfriend when they started dating. That was it. Chadwick, I've heard absolutely nothing. I tell you what, if you get any free time, look up Chadwick Bosman's um, speech at Howard University, which is the college that he graduated from. Um, The world will truly, truly miss you. You have inspired an entire generation and generations after more than what you know. Alrighty, uh Nene Leakes, Leaks, Leakes, Leaks, has finally, woo, finally gotten the all whole, the whole boot from the real housewives of Atlanta. So shit really went down. Okay, so we all know that at the end of the season, a few months after that, each lady receives a contract. We all know that even Marcel did not receive hers. Nene did, but she decided that she wanted to negotiate that. Now, I don't have an issue with that. I I feel as though if you feel that you bring a certain amount of value and a certain amount of audience to a show that you're on, you should negotiate your contract every single time that it comes up. But I think she might have went a little bit too far, okay? You cannot negotiate your contract, Lanithia, if you're not doing the things that are in your contract. So word is that last season, there was many times that Nene was supposed to show up to a filming and just didn't show up, or she would leave early. I, I didn't even watch this past season of The Real Housewives because it is so far from what it used to be that I just can't take it. I actually have started re-watching The Real Housewives of Atlanta from the very beginning, back when Nene was our girl. I was trying to explain to producer James that, you used to tune in to the Real Housewives of Atlanta to see Nene. You wanted to see what Nene was talking about. Nene was a girl that you wanted to hang out with. She was so funny. And then with so many of us, especially when I say us, I mean black folks like myself, you know, we get a little bit of money, get a little bit of fame, and then we really started showing our ass. You know, she became a member, not even like a full-time member, I don't think, of the show Glee. And she also was one of the stars of an NBC show called The New Normal. Bet you never heard of it, have you? (laughs) It did not get picked up for a new season. So apparently, it appeared as though filming is about, filming has already started for the new season. And Nene's like, okay, wait a minute. They are not budging. I might need to tell them that I'm good. I'm good, good, good with all the things that they put in my contracts. But Bravo said, basically bitch, we don't want you back. They said it in a much more professional way. They thanked her for the years that she was with the network and how many memories that they have, but it is time for them to part ways. So when everyone on the interwebs caught wind of this, We all, of course, being the petty folks that we are, we went to go look and see what she was talking about on her Instagram page, but there was no longer an Instagram page. She deleted the whole thing. That's when you know a bitch has been shook at it. Not shook, shook at it. When she shuts down her whole social media platform because she is upset. I don't think that Nene ever thought the day would come that Bravo would say, we don't want you anymore. I... Now, to be fair, I think that give it a couple of years. If the Real Housewives of Atlanta can get a solid cast that really complements each other, good and bad, if it if it comes back, let's say five years, I think they'll bring Nene back because the show Nene used to be Real Housewives of Atlanta, and I just I don't remember where it just went so wrong. But uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta will always need. Lenithia at least. They may not need the Lenithia Elise that they have right now. Okay? But they will need Lenithia from Atlanta. She is a Georgia peach. Okay? They will need her once again. Nene, just, you know, keep on doing what you're doing. Maybe write another book. Like, but write it this time. Don't get, like, somebody else to write it for you. Like, actually write it this time. Do some stuff like that, okay? Because Nene, I, I think Nene is kind of like me. We're funny girls. No, we're not stand-up comedian funny, but we can wreak the fuck out of any situ- per- situation or per- person, okay? We're just funny. We're fun to be around. I, I-, I think maybe she should just go to BH1 or WE TV. They'll take you. That's what happens anytime someone get fired, gets fired from Bravo, they go straight to WE TV, right, and get a show. So, girl, you're going to be back on another show. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay, so we are officially, you guys know I'm here in Texas, so this will be week two that school has been two or three depending it, on it, well it kind of got fucked up i think last week was week two but then we had a hurricane coming our way so school was uh they cut school out you know um just for the safety of the children but um this is a week two and a half week three that kids have been in school and many of them have by either choice of their parents or by the school district they are doing at home they're doing homes not homeschooling what is it distance learning yeah remote They're That's doing something. remote learning now let their moms tell it they are doing full-blown homeschooling let the moms tell it. they are teachers with an associate's degree they are really really teaching these kids all about science math Black history, Asian culture, all kinds of things. They are learning the Declaration of Independence. But I have a standing bet that if right now, right now, Donald Trump interrupted news channels like he often does with bullshit, but this time it's not gonna be bullshit. He interrupts all these stations and says, my fellow Americans, even you Negroes, y'all too. Right now, I am asking each of you to take a moment to vote either yay or nay to the legalization of Mary Joanna. I think, I really do think, Producer James, you, you let us know what you think too. I think if they tried to pass that right now, okay, wait, give it four weeks. Let's do do four weeks of homeschooling or distance remote learning. I think that every mom will run to the polls in her yoga yoga pants and her pink tank top and her flip flops with her hair in a messy high bun and they will vote hell motherfucking yes to the legalization of marijuana. What do you think, James? 100%
1: 100% agree.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Now is the time for all of the potheads to get their shit, to get your paperwork together. You know, I heard there's a degree plan that you can give if you want to be a a, a bud a bu professor. Uh, is bu, okay, I made that up. If you want to be um, at the top of your game in the weed industry, do it right now now i think that i think the world right now in in every way things would be so much better if weed was legalized and and if we had sage that's that's all that we need right now to make everything so much better producer james who's never smoked a cigarette in his life
1: look if it'll help anything legalize it legalize crack if it makes people feel better at this point. Okay, you
0: know, crack is back. We can't I'm do just crack. Heroin? Crack, crack be killing people, okay? Heroin kills people. It damn near killed Nicole Richie. Stop. We're not going to do heroin. Just weed. Here's some of the flavors of weed that you can get right now. You can get Captain Crunch. Mmm. Doesn't that sound so sweet and With crunchy. crunchberries, Huh? With crunchberries, I'm sure. No, because I think you can mix it up. Because they do have crunchberry weed. So if you want to put them together, there you go. You will have Captain Crunch Berries, all right? You can get like great jam. You can get, uh, uh, there's so many flavors. And I only know because I have friends who live in states where it's legal and they tell me. Not that I'm doing anything illegal, okay? I'm just going by what my friends in California, they tell me. My friends in Colorado, what they tell me, okay? All right. So, yes, I think it is time to legalize marijuana. No one has died from weed. I don't understand it. It has something to do with that damn video that came out when videos were still black and white that said that marijuana would make white women sleep with black men. What is it called?
1: Reefer Madness. Is that if the, is you that want
0: movie? a really good laugh, go to YouTube and search it. It is so fucking. <laughs> James, what are the, some of the things that it said would happen to you if you smoked weed?
1: Well, they definitely covered the uh, the white girl with the Negro. Which...
0: Because if you smoke weed, it may automatically makes you want big black dick.
1: Duh. <laughs> I mean, bad grades. You'll get job. bad grades. Yes. And I think at one point they actually say that weed will kill you.
0: Weed? Will, weed? Has it ever been documented anywhere where weed has killed a person? I don't think so, because it hasn't. It doesn't. It makes people chill the fuck out. It
1: yeah, makes they, people
0: happy and get the munchies.
1: Yeah, they really push the uh, the gateway.
0: Aspect it it of was it too. a gateway drug. So right. yeah, that's all bullshit. Before we go into our next segment, please tell me that you guys are watching all of the wonderfulness, all of the hot messiness that is Darcy and Stacy on TLC. I have realized I have a problem. I watch nothing but TLC and Bravo. Th- those are the only channels that I watch. That's kind of scary. Is there a way that you can pick what cable channels you get and just have those?
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think, I mean, we didn't sign up exclusively for the Trash TV package. But yeah, maybe that's the I package that I want.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing: even if they said, "Oh, you can pick all the channels that you just want," he was still required producer james us to have every single fucking cable channel that there is so darcy and stacy okay so people know darcy from 90 day fiance i think she has been on every single one of the 32 seasons that has been on tlc everyone knows darcy we know how darcy and she cries
2: because she just loves
0: her. that's darcy uh her and her twin identical twin sister they are hot fucking messes, but they are lovable hot fucking messes, all right? I really like the fact that on the very first episode, they were still driving their white Nissan, what are those called, Altimas? Is that what it is? Yeah. An Altima? They were still driving that. But baby, on uh, episode two, they had their matching black Range Rovers. I love that. I love the fact that they wear 30-inch hair extensions everywhere. I love the fact that their eyelashes look like they swept them straight from a newborn baby giraffe. I love the fact that the bitches can dress. They dress their asses off, all right? I love all of the makeup. I love the contouring. I love the, uh some of their stuff, I'm not sure if it's real name brand, but it looks good. So they're getting their shit from like the high-end fake Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, Gucci stores, okay? Or people. Um, it is so they are just fucking they are hilarious to me. I don't I don't know how people don't find them funny. Everything they do is is, is extra. Um, yeah, whenever I'm watching it and producer James walks into the room, he just immediately walks right back out. Uh but they're funny. So right now we are getting more of their uh getting more into their life. Stacy who has a fiance who's from Bulgaria, Croatia, are those in the same country?
1: No, those are different countries, but it's one of those EAs. Bulgaria, Bulgaria? Croatia. you know, I
0: somewhere. yeah. Uh, well, he's like twenty years younger than her, and they have been dating for five years. And it, what is his name, Florian? Yes, he is finally coming to the USA, so the clock is ticking. They have 90 days to get married. On the other hand, we have Stacy, single, Stacey, still single, not Stacy. I'm sorry, Darcy, who is still on the search for love. Uh, we saw last night that she has a new love interest, which is, where is, is he? Maybe he's the one who's from, from Bulgaria? Mother Russia? Siberia? Where were the people, where was Dolph Lundgren from? Ooh. Ukraine? Ukraine? I don't know. I don't even know. Some of the places that these they find these men, I've never even heard of them from. Um. Uh, anyway, she's starting a relationship with um. What is his name? Georgie. <laughs> I am sorry. I could never, ever, 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 ever date a person named Georgie. And if you date someone whose name is Georgie and you want him to be around me, don't tell me that his name is Georgie because I'm going to sit there and do the evil fucking clown laugh from It the whole time and I say, oh, you're Georgie? You're, how can you not? I'm going to have a little paper boat. I'm going to, let you go, Georgie? I just, I can't. Georgie is not a grown man's name. It's just not. a George, G. What is, what, is, what is a nickname for George other than G? Dick?
1: No, that's it's for Richard.
0: Richard. But it's just as fucking dumb because Dick shouldn't be the nickname for Richard. What else? You, you just—it's just George or Georgie.
1: George Georgie or um or that's G-dog. It. Or who? G dog.
0: That's not true I at just... all. It's he made that up. Stupidly made that up. Um, but please, please, please watch Darcy and Stacy. It is so much fun. If for nothing else, just to see what the bitches are wearing because they can dress so well. They actually are developing. Um, it's it you can get their stuff, but I don't think they have a full, line, a full line. I think it's called House of Eleven. Yes, yes, yes. So, all right, when we get back from this break, you guys, I'm so super excited because if you, uh, have, if you follow the Libra channel, y'all, you know I'm such a huge fan of Team Mom 2. And I'm going to interview Kale. Yes, Kale! Just had a baby, Kale. So, we will be right back. With with Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I am so super excited, you guys. You guys who have been following me since we started know that I am a huge Team Mom Two fan—not Team Mom, but Team Mom Two fan—and uh, my favorite from the whole entire franchise is Kale. Or can I say Kaylin? <laughs> Kaylin Lowry.
2: You and- can say whatever you
0: want. <laughs> okay, yay. Okay, so we have Kayl right here. She just called in for an interview, and I'm so thankful because she had a baby like yesterday. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I really appreciate it. So how's everything going with your new addition?
2: Things are good. Um, Creed is a month old today. So oh my God. um, we've definitely hit. I know it literally flies by, and I I didn't realize how big Lux was until I had Creed. It was literally like Lux became like a big human overnight, right. and um because Lux uh, because Creed is so small. Yeah, but um I mean I'm I'm trying to get through the sleepless nights. That's the hardest part. Um, but but things are good. Things are really good.
0: Well, I saw on in your Insta story that uh you you were up up for <laughs> like way early this morning. And I have to say that Creed looks like a mixture of Isaac and Lux to me. I know everyone's like, who does it look I like? Who does it look me- like?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone sees someone different. I don't see any of the kids and I don't see Chris either. I don't, I don't see myself either. I think he's literally just looks like his own little human, but. I just I don't see any of us. Maybe a combination? I don't right, know.
0: Right. Well, yeah, I remember whenever you had Lux when I first saw him I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, he looks like a brown kale. <laughs> when he was a little bitty baby. Really? Yes. I was like, okay, she has one that looks like her. Um, I was like, he's just a brain a oh version. It. Really? It's, especially oh, no, when he was he a looks baby. Like a dad. Re- oh, I don't see Chris oh, in Lux. I just, I, you I, don't? Mm mm. I never have. No, no, just the skin tone. That's it. Oh Everything else is you. Um, <laughs> I will tell you that uh, because I also listen to Coffee Combos and your birth story. Oof, my ass is hurting right now still from listening to that podcast. I'm like, <laughs> she had her baby in her bed at home. Uh-huh. And, and, and yeah, there was honey involved. I remember the honey. I can't remember what you use the honey for. <laughs> uh, there was olive oil it comes
2: in <laughs> the diaper.
0: Okay, that's olive right.
2: Olive oil, yes, olive oil. Okay, olive oil is for the baby's diaper because they have like super sticky poop in the beginning, and that's so the right. olive oil helps to wipe it easier. And the honey was for my diaper my diaper so like i don't know if anyone listening to this podcast will um use diapers or has these diapers instead of like huge pads after childbirth but Mm -hmm. diapers were way better way more comfortable and the honey is my antimicrobial and soothing so if you like have like any tears or abrasions or you just want it to not stick when you, you know, after childbirth. You know what you know what they don't talk about after childbirth? It's like all the crap that what mothers go through after childbirth. It's like, a lot. we have to wear freaking diapers.
0: Yeah. 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 But you know, it's amazing the things that they do tell us and the things that they don't because granted I only have one child and she's 18, but I ended up having an emergency C section. So i was in complete and total shock that i was still bleeding from my J or as you call it my cat i was like wait a minute no- nothing came out why is it-, was it bleeding you- yes you bleed what, does that happen after a c-section yes everything still comes out of the vagina i'm like y'all didn't take all that shit out when y'all took the baby out like I did not know that. I didn't know that. Me neither. But so, yeah, that was a huge surprise. So hearing your birth story was very, very interesting to my scary ass because I'm like, just punch me in the head. Give me all the medicine. I, just put me completely out. <laughs> don't tell me nothing. If something rips, I don't want to know because they, then I need therapy about that. So, um, yes, I enjoyed and cringed a little bit listening to your story. So I have to ask you. What made you sign up for Sixteen and Pregnant?
2: Um, I kind of... So I watched the first season of Sixteen and Pregnant with Macy, Amber, Caitlin, and all of them, and I, I, I really resonate with their, resonated with their stories. However, I just felt like they all had their parents in some t- capacity, and I felt like I had a unique uh dynamic to my story. I didn't have either one of my parents. And I had to immediately go live with Joe when I decided I was going to keep my baby. And so I kind of wanted to show that struggle and show that, um, you know, perspective. And I said, you know what, I'll, I'll submit this little email and I'm already pregnant. So I have really nothing to lose. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to have this baby regardless. So um, to my surprise, like two weeks later, they called me and they picked me and I was actually shocked and didn't really believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess I just thought that maybe I had a unique um, I guess aspect to my story that I I was willing to share. I have to confess to you
0: because how old are you? You're 27 now? 28. Okay, and I'm 40. So um, most people would think that I'm too old to have, but I mean, I followed 16 and pregnant since the very first episode. And I will tell you that from your episode and from like the first season of Team Mom Two, I wanted to fight Joe like all the time, and there was times I wanted to fight your mom too. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> "What is wrong?" I was like, "I'm gonna want to so kick great. his ass!" Like, and there was sometimes I just wanted to grab your what? mom and say, "What is wrong with you? Like, this girl needs
2: you." Yeah, you I'm know. So sure. You most definitely had a My different mom, perspective. I think was- Yeah, just my mom was very much in denial and just, like, completely oblivious to, like, our real issues in our lives. Right. Didn't feel like she didn't really feel like anything was that serious. And I feel like at that time, she didn't really hold herself accountable for the way that she raised me or or anything. And then after Joe, it's funny that you say that because I think people forget how horrible he actually was. Oh, he was horrible.
0: So horrible, and then there was times that Junior. I'm like, maybe Kale should have just been with Junior, because I, I, Junior seemed like he was the better brother. But Joe was a fucking asshole a lot of the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's Like, yeah, I just I look back sometimes, and I'm thinking like, wow, like that really happened. And I, I've actually they had they just released the evolution of Kale. Um, to to um get people excited for the new season that airs tomorrow mm-hmm. and i guess in the evolution of kale they show they like show people joe being mean again from like really mm-hmm. early seasons and i actually had a friend text me and said i forgot how mean he was to you and how horrible he was and yeah. then, but i'm the one i guess because like the main focus is on the mom So I think I get a lot of shit for like what I guess what I put him through towards the end when I started dating Jordan and like that whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was he was really, really cool to me in the beginning.
0: Yeah, I I remember. I mean, if I actually saw Joe, I'd be like, do not talk to me. Like, uh, I remember when I know. (laughs) Oh, do you think he was? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was like, Who is this bitch in Texas that said she was going to interview me and she sent me all these nice questions, but then she totally went in on my ass during the interview? Because I cannot, that look, I can re- even remember you, him taking you because you wanted to sign up for school and you wanted your mom to go. And I just, my heart broke. You, out of all of the girls, have broken my heart the most. Uh, because I cannot stand Janelle really yes like I, I I don't know what it is about you but I've always rooted for you and unlike some of the others like thank um, you. oh most definitely like Janelle I would kick that bitch's ass for free any day of the week um Leah also I do resonate with Leah I actually just read her book not too long ago but I just didn't i don't i don't know i I just i felt your struggles um now let me ask you if you had to make the decision again would you sign up
2: for 16 and pregnant you know i've been asked that before and i truly don't know like i don't know if i would or not because i think when we first signed up for the show Mm -hmm. i don't think that we it was at the peak of social media right like right Like, Instagram had just launched, and, um, you know, like, the Facebook groups and, like, fan pages and stuff became big. Twitter was really, really big when Mm -hmm. we first started. And I don't think any of us really understood what being on the show was going to come with. And I also don't think that any of us anticipated the show going on for 10 years. So I, I can't say whether I would or not, because I think there's as much good as we've been able to do with this show and a lot of opportunities have come from it Mm -hmm. i also think we get a lot of hate and criticism and so um and it's it's brought a lot of trials and tribulations in itself so i i don't know that i could i don't know if i could fairly answer that question
0: right well i remember i can't remember maybe it was radar online they uh posted how much you guys make and i was like okay wait i fucked up I'm like, can I go? I'm like, I'm like, they're making good ass money. I'm like, I fucked up. I'm like, should I have tried to have a baby? But in all seriousness, it does provide a a a good lifestyle financially, uh, if nothing else.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm thankful that it it definitely. Per, people keep saying, oh, well, you keep getting pregnant to to be <laughs> to stay on the show or whatever. Do they M- really say that? Yeah, people were like, Oh, you just had a fourth baby because MTV pays you more. And it's like, no, no you don't, don't get paid per child. They... <laughs> that it doesn't work that way. Right. And I'm sorry, but I'm not accepting $20,000 to have a baby like a baby costs way more than that in the first year alone. Like right. you guys have me
0: stop. Right, right. Well, if you looking back, if you were to watch your episode of 16 and pregnant, if, if what moment would you delete if you could?
2: um i think i'd redo the whole thing um <laughs> there was um i don't know i i has been so long since i've seen it i there's a couple parts that i that come to mind mm-hmm. um but i don't know
0: i don't even know i will never forget when you were actually um in in full labor pushing i will never forget you said hold my leg joe <laughs> like <laughs> let it go when I needed that. Like, <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny I to me. That. <laughs> um. So do you? See, they've made
2: troll pages about that because of that.
0: Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yes. Bitches really have too much time on their hands. Like, who would Honestly. think
2: to make a Honestly. page about that? Uh, that's. I mean, I laughed about it. It was just like in the moment. I actually needed him to hold my foot because I was like putting. Like pushing down on it, but right. I don't think people understood that. <laughs> right.
0: So, do you think that Team Mom and Team Mom Two kind of have like a cult following at this point? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because a lot of my friends, sure. um, I I, mean, I, w- I, w- I w- watch more reality TV than anything. And they know not to call me doing like, they're like, oh, we can't talk to that bitch team on two is on, you know, they they like, I I, <laughs> I watch it, I record it. And my husband was like, this is your third or fourth time watching an episode. I'm like, because I miss pieces and I need to, you know, I I, I need to know exactly what's going on. So do you think, which I don't understand this, why do the producers not highlight more of y'all's accomplishments? then it's not bullshit, but I mean, for example, you do a lot of other shit. Like it's, it's, I wish more people knew that.
2: I, I was actually very, very, very upset when they didn't truly put time or effort into more of my graduation when, right. I was the only one on the entire franchise that got a bachelor's degree. And yeah, I mean, it did take me seven years, but I just feel like, you know, Corey and Taylor had gotten um, the birth special for their daughter and Mm -hmm. um, Tyler and Caitlin had gotten their um, wedding special. Right. Um, I didn't get a special for my graduation. And I feel like just like a child is, you know, a huge milestone and accomplishment. So as a wedding, I feel like they could have done more with my graduation. And that Mm -hmm. was so, so, so important to me over the years. Um, I also have four books and I I do feel like a lot of my huge accomplishments definitely get lost in the sauce. And I, I think because they don't have as much drama involved in them as some of the other things that I do. Like, you know, if, you know, Javi's cheating on Lauren, I, mm-hmm. You know, that's going to get way more attention and drama and ratings than, you know, me writing a book or me right. starting a company, even though, you know, me starting pothead was huge for me because I'm fully financing this on my own by myself. No investors. I don't you know, this is the first time I've done something like this and, and they don't they don't highlight that stuff. I, I don't know why. I wish they did. But um unfortunately, we don't we don't get to tell them what to produce and what not to produce and i think that that's a huge misconception with viewers Is like oh well if you don't want it to be shown don't film it and it's mm-hmm. like well if that's not the way it works we don't get to we don't get to pick and choose what they film and what they don't film
0: so yeah because i would to me you guys started on 16 and pregnant and then they developed team mom and then team mom 2 i thought it was to watch each one of you evolve while still being a parent to the babies that you guys had on 16 and pregnant. So to me, I would think since the the whole message is to reduce uh, teen pregnancies, if you highlight things like, okay, Kel just graduated, she has her bachelor's degree, that shows other girls, you can still do it. Like having a baby when you're a teenager is not the end all or hey, okay, now right. she just started this company To me, those are, I personally, and maybe because I'm old as hell, I want to hear more about that because that's fascinating (laughs) to me, you know, Um, I I just, yeah, I,
2: I, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, no, I was just going to say, I I get that question a lot, it's like, how do you do it, or, you know, I want to go back to school, or I want to, and I wish that I was able to tell more of that story on the show, but... I I, would, I have to say that I was very disappointed. I even said something to the producers like, "You guys put my graduation and I think two minutes out of the entire forty-five minute episode." Right. And um, I was really I was really upset by that. And,
0: and another thing is that they they have to know how, you know, y'all have trolls that come after y'all all the time. Mm-hmm. So I would think, well, how right. about we show some more of this instead of you know anything else i i I don't know it's just confusing to me but i'm in a totally different age group from i'm sure the majority of the viewers so maybe they like drama sales i mean just to be i mean it just does that's
2: what i was gonna say yeah yeah i think um at the end of the day like the the people who who allow the show to keep going. Um, I don't think that they truly understand that we're real people and we have real feelings about what, you know, what gets told about our lives. And, um, so I don't think that they, I don't think they really care. Right. Right. Do you, feel?
0: do your friends and kids, do they, how do they feel about filming?
2: My kids, um, I pretty much give them, um, the choice if they, if we're doing a shoot I'm like hey do you want to film today to my kids and and most of the time they will but some occasionally they'll be like ah, I don't want to film today and I'm perfectly fine with that my friends are very uh my real friends let mm-hmm. me rephrase that my real friends mm-hmm. don't like to film because they see what goes on after it's aired do you know what I mean like, right they see how it happens in real time and then they see what's aired and so um, they are usually pretty uh, reluctant to film, and I'm like, please, I need to film the scene. Like, I really want to talk to you about this, and right. and so they will, but um, yeah, and I, I think after 10 years, they're kind of just like, again, really, Kale, come on. <laughs> I can't, it doesn't seem like it's been 10 years, though. Right, I know, but Isaac's 10 and a half, and we've been That's filming before he was born, so... Yeah,
0: yeah. Shit. So a second ago, you mentioned Lauren. Are you guys on better terms or no? No. Okay. So she has crazy eyes. Stay away from her because she looks like she would skin somebody and just wear them. She does. She has those crazy eyes where you see more white than you see color. <laughs> so I'm always like, there's just something <laughs> I don't know what it is. Now the little the Isaac's little brother. Um, I can't remember his name, but he's so cute. But um, uh, yeah,
2: Lincoln's little brother. Lincoln, is so cute, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes,
0: he's so adorable. But yeah, that does yeah, she so she has crazy eyes, especially when she smiles. So okay, moving right <laughs> along. Um, what is something that fans <laughs> would be surprised to know about Team Mom Two? Um,
2: I think they'd be surprised to know that we 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 really form these like super close relationships with our producers, mm-hmm. and they really become like. Actual friends to us, and it's 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 a very weird relationship when we know that we have to film certain things and and get a job done, and then actually having a friendship with you know, essentially our our first bosses, you know, our our, our producers are on on the shoot. So right. um, I love my producer. I think he's. I think that we would ha- we'll have like a real friendship when the show is over.
0: Well, that's good because I mean y- y'all spend a lot of time together and right
2: yeah
0: yeah okay when we come back from this break we're going to continue talking to Kel from Teen Mom 2 we'll be right back Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion beauty and home decor desires we celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus size clothing looking for the right accessories we have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags vegan purses and jewelry to add sass to your class We also offer health and beauty products from salon-quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com. The Libra Lounge with
1: Keisha.
0: Welcome back to The Libra Lounge with Keisha. I've got Kale Lowry here on the the line. Y'all can't see, y'all can't, it's not an actual video like the normal show would be, but you'll see a picture of her, but I'm so excited to have her here. So, okay. So, you know I watch the show, but I also listen to um, Coffee Combos. And before we go right back into it, um, I opened up a boutique, what was it, a year and a half ago, James? And when I first got in here and it was just bare, you and Lindsay kept me sane. I cannot even lie, like... I would just come in here. Really? Yes, y'all kept me sane. I would laugh. I would just kind of forget just being so stressed out just by listening to you guys. The, the, the dynamics is just hilarious to me. So um, thank you for that. <clears throat> so, this well, thanks is for listening. I'm so abs- glad every week. Uh, okay, so let I d- why are all these bitches so fucking obsessed? With your vagina, who goes in it, and how many kids I come know. out of it? I don't. I don't understand it. What? Well, I, I don't I, get it.
2: I think it literally goes back to your question about the cult-like following. Mm-hmm. It's like they. I think. I don't know if you've ever watched a show where you like really feel connected to people. Like, yes. I watched All American and I watched um, Kingdom mm-hmm. on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I literally like cried when those shows were over because I felt like I became, like, close to these people that are just truly actors. Yes. Um. But I think it's, it's kind of like that. But I, I literally don't understand it because I would never, like, I'm not concerned about how many kids someone has. Like, I right. truly don't give a fuck what people do with their lives. If they're happy and their kids are, are happy and healthy, I don't give a shit. Right. So it is so weird to me. And then, like, the weird questions about, like, was the baby planned or not planned or... When was the last time you had sex with Chris? Like, those are really Ooh. weird personal questions, and I personally don't get it. Like, I I, had, I did an interview earlier today, and he asked me when was the last time I had sex with Chris. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I am dead serious. Oh, uh, uh, that's just odd.
0: <laughs> just I don't. That God, just seems odd to me. Weird. I mean, I'm sure I could sit here and ask some you a weeks. million questions, but the last time you fucked Chris was, it would not be on the list at all. Like <laughs> people get so <laughs> never, <your> mind. never <laughs> at all. And yeah. you know, I'm like, everyone's so obsessed with how many kids she has. I'm like, there's some bitches running around here that have 10 kids and can only tell you the baby yeah. daddy
2: name of one. So I'm just like, what? I don't, what? I don't get it. Right. Well, when people come at me, that's, that's something that I say sometimes. I'm like, you're mad because I have three baby dads, but so all my kids are taken care of. Like, I would die for my children. I right. love my kids. I would do anything for them. I, there are mothers out here that are really popping kids out and don't give a fuck. So right. to me, you guys are really concerned about the wrong freaking thing. Yeah. It, it's, uh, I actually got
0: into... Um, I had posted... When you announced that you were pregnant with Creed, and ooh, that, mm-hmm. that post got a lot of action, and I had to actually go off on a few people, um, because they're like, oh, how disgusting, she's got all these baby daddies, and I was like, first of all, she only has <laughs> three, of all. she has three baby daddies. And an ex, no, two baby daddies and an ex-husband. So get it correct first of right, all, okay? Right. Uh, and I'm just like, and she yes. can take care of all of her. Tr- so I don't. Get, I think it's jealousy. It has to be. Th- nothing else makes sense. It has to be. Yeah, it, it 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 has to be. I mean, I
2: just go ahead, Kel. I think I, w- I was just gonna say. I definitely was like, I think it was on Coffee Combos where I was like, I'm no longer saying I have three baby dads. Like, it's really two and, a, and an ex-husband because yeah. I really did try to make that one work. But right. I think, and not for nothing, but there are actually several family members of cast members who have also three baby daddies. And that's not really discussed on the show. And it's just uh, true. Like, I can name three right off the top, like But I'm the only one that gets shit for it yeah and um you uh you know
0: speaking of ex-husbands i said i wanted to fight joe but i used to want to fight uh javi all the time too so uh <laughs> <this is> like, <laughs> I, re- I remember you, you like went, yes i like he would just do these just so like when you would go out of town and he would freak the fuck out i'm just like oh i just want to strangle his little ass so bad i'm like let that girl go and have fun but um Yeah. So do you think, or do you, I know you probably hope, but do you think there's ever going to be a time that women say, look, this girl started out on 16 and pregnant? She was pregnant. She had to go and live with the baby's dad's family. She, you know. All these trials and tribulations that clearly, since these bitches are so obsessed, they've watched all of this. And then you get to, I mean, we were there when you bought your first house. We have been there when you got your degree. You have traveled the world and you're raising the boys. I swear to God, did I see that you were at like a football game the other day? Yeah,
2: my son had um, a football game on Sunday. So I I had to be there and. Um, yeah my, that that my was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, he came, and we, he, Lincoln scored, scored four touchdowns that day.
0: I saw, I think I saw uh, one, of, one of them that you posted. I was like, didn't it? Okay, Kree was like, uh, I'm like, that baby is a day old, and she's out there. I'm like, see, this bitch right here is like superwoman, and people don't give you enough credit. I'm like, these are, th- I mean, you are an author. I read your last book, but I got to go back and read all of them. You've got your own business, plus you're running, um, you're doing the podcast weekly. So do you hope that at some point? I just, I think. I'm sorry, go ahead, Kel. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just, I, do you think no, that no, people, no, no, finish your thing. people
2: will say that is so inspiring? I think people, first of all, thank you for saying that because I, I do, it, it does hurt a little bit because I do, I make mistakes just like everybody else. And so I know when I, when I fuck up, I know when I, when I, when I, Especially being on a show like Team Mom 2, where I can look back at every single time I fucked up. And, mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of the things that I do, my accomplishments, they get lost in all right. of that. Mm-hmm. And so it does hurt. Um, and when people don't, they don't look at the bigger picture like you just did, right? Like they're mm-hmm. just looking at, oh, well, supposedly right, cheated on hobby, And, you know, I first of all, I, I didn't. But um that's what they that's what they think that's what they that's what they look at they don't look at okay well look at all look at all the things i've overcome and all the things that i that i have done correctly or that i've done and I've, i i ha- every time i fall i get back up you know what i mean so yeah. i think i don't know i don't think that people really they forget about all the stuff that i do and that you did it without
0: parents i mean they forget that too and yes they don't, they don't
2: they don't recognize that.
0: No, I mean, you did all of this without parents. I mean, I can't even decide what we're going to have for dinner without asking my mom what, you know, what you think. You know, so you have done all these things <laughs> without having a mom to call up and say, just sometimes just to cry, you know. Um, so I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. get that. So, what made you decide to start Pothead Hair Care?
2: You know, I felt like. I first of all I've always loved hair and like I wish I could do more of my own hair but I'm just like not coordinated but um and I knew that CBD all of the benefits to CBD and I kind of felt like it was so new and unique to put CBD in hair products mm-hmm. that I was like maybe I have an opportunity here um and and I did and so I I actually it kind of fell in my lap how I was able to do Hothead because <laughs> my friend at the time had is he being aquaman is that aquaman that i hear oh first that's what he's saying (laughs) yes he's telling me that he wants me to put aquaman on um i had met someone who my friend introduced me to someone who owned a lab Hmm. and i don't i also i think people don't realize i don't just slap my labels on on already pre-made formulas i actually have a lab with that I work with to create the formulas. And so it all kind of, it it was just about who I knew. And, and that was amazing for me. It was a great connection. And so I was able to do, you know, pothead and it, it's been successful. I definitely couldn't have anticipated the success that it's had in the first two years, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm thankful for it. I'm so thankful for it. How has business
0: been since COVID?
2: Um, I will say, COVID did kind of slow things down a little bit, just because the lab that I used did have to stop um, production of products in order to make hand sanitizer and other things for um, obviously the epidemic. So right. it definitely has slowed down um, my expansion, my expansion and and product production. Mm-hmm. But um, but you know we're working on it and trying to get through get through those little bumps in the road and, and right. hopefully we'll 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 go from there. Now, do you
0: do you wish that as a child? Because I tell you, when you talk about your childhood, oh my God, it's just uh, it's 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 heartbreaking. Um, do, do you wish that you had the book "Love Is Bubblegum" when you were a little girl?
2: Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Wish I had that. I feel like. Growing up, I think I was so lost, and I struggled so much because I didn't have a real example of love i mean i know I know my extended family loved and cared about me, but right. i don't I didn't have it around me all the time, right? right So like my mom moved me around, I moved to four different school districts growing up, I got in a lot of trouble in high school before I really settled down and like you know what I mean so I, I don't think I ever had like a real long term vision of what love was because I didn't have an example in front of my face so it was really really hard and and so when my son asked me that what is love I was like oh my this is a real opportunity here for me to to do something and to show my kids what that is and I think that's why I truly think that's why I have all voice because they say there's there's no there's nothing like a son's love a mother and son's love Mm and I and I think that's why I have all voice because (laughs) I did not have the love that I have for my boys growing up.
0: Do you think that your parents have read any of your books? Um,
2: I know my mom read Cried Over Pity because she actually had to sign off on it, saying okay. that she gave permission for me to talk about her okay. uh, or write about her. Um, so, And I will say that when she signed off permission, I was so shocked that – to me, that was her accepting responsibility for right. the part, the, the role that she played in my life. Like she gave me permission to put the truth out, my truth, what I experienced as a kid. And so um, I know that she read that one. I don't know about my, I don't know about my dad. Um, and I don't know if my mom read books after that one. Um, I hope so, um, just because I feel like that, you know, maybe they would learn something from me and what they did for me, you know, growing up. But, right. Um, I don't know. What it's, to it's say. So
0: okay, we are about to totally go in the opposite direction here. Uh, Kale, you have a lot, a, a shit Kale. ton of sex toys. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, we we all know that you keep them underneath your uh, in your bathroom underneath the sink. Do you still keep them there? Yes. Kale, why do you have so many? No, that that I... Kale, it's a lot. That was a lot. <laughs>
2: I know! Okay, so I move them to my closet in my bathroom because mm-hmm. there's a shelf that I have them, like, up on um, because I've had way too many incidences where, like, I, have like, left them on, like, a nightstand, and then I just can't find it, and then I'm like, oh, my God, did my kids touch it? You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just need to keep them out of the reach of my children. <laughs> yeah. um, so I put them up. Mm-hmm. They're still in the bathroom, but they're on a high shelf. Uh, I have so many probably because I feel like I can do the job better than anyone else and I don't have anyone to have sex with so I might as well be creative by myself. How many do you have? Probably at this point I probably have maybe like 30 or 40. Holy shit! Wait, <laughs> 30 or 40? Oh, yeah, oh my I mean, god. I mean, Well, I am very, like, (laughs) I don't, I wouldn't know how to, like, go to a bar and, like, pick someone up, you know, like, bring them home with me, Mm -hmm. and that makes me really uncomfortable, like, I just don't know how to go from point A to point B, so to me, it's like, I'll just do it myself, I'm in the comfort of my own home, and call it a day, you know what I mean?
0: Right, right, I mean, you have a sex toy, you can use one every day of the month, (laughs) Like that, I know <laughs> honestly, so do you think you'll ever write like a sex book
2: um, you know what, I think I'll probably cut out with a sex toy line before I write a sex book ooh, okay. okay, but you're 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 making my business my business gears turn because now I feel like I should have a sex toy line.
0: Look, if you do, I will be one of the models um to, you know just so you can have a black girl right there with a dildo um perfect okay all right all right all right you got you got a new homie okay so what made you and lindsay decide
2: to do a podcast honestly she approached me about it i was um based on everything that i had learned in school and just like doing you know looking up podcasts and stuff Mm -hmm. i didn't think that they were um very lucrative like i didn't know like what what that looked like and I, i i was afraid actually to invest my time into something that i didn't know if you know i didn't know if it was if i was gonna like it it was you know i never had really an interest in like radio i more i more so wanted to do tv mm-hmm. um but Lindsay asked me and i was like okay like I'm, I'm i should give this a shot like i should at least try mm-hmm. and you know what i fell in love with podcasting because i'm able to be myself more yes. than i can on the show i'm yes. able to be uncensored I'm able to elaborate and tell my side of the story more in depth I'm able to say whatever the fuck I want Yes. and so I really fell in love with podcasting and and so I'm I'm truly thankful for Lindsay because she was the reason that I even got involved with podcasting
0: yes I will say if I've learned more about you from the podcast than I have in all the years on that you've been on Mom.
2: On T Mom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like Yeah, for he, sure. Like hands down, I'm like, oh, I feel like I know her so not know you know you, but I'm like, they don't put any of this shit on the show. Like if if she wasn't podcasting, I would right. have no idea. Um and you the dynamics between you and Lindsay is hilarious because uh I was telling my husband, he knows that I listen to the podcast, and like Lindsay is O C D she is super clean super organized and then you have kell who's just so damn raw and she's got these boys and she's chasing them around and she's got her business i said he was like well how does it how's the show good i'm like it just works out but i will say this the two episodes that you were gone I, I was like, "Oh God, where's Kale?" <laughs> you missed me? Yes. <laughs> I was like, "That makes me feel good." Thank yes, you. Yes, I. You. I was telling my husband, and he was like, "Well, but Lindsay was still on there." I said, "I know," and I said, "It was." I said, "It was weird to see how the conversation went, even though you have one of the regular hosts, but then you have another, a new person." I said, "With Kale, you don't know which fucking way." The show is gonna go, and then she says the word fuck a lot, <laughs> and I like the word fuck. So, oh, yes, gosh. yes, you were, you were missed when I heard I your voice. I
2: get a lot of shit for that. For the, say, cussing? Yeah, they're like, do you curse in front of your kids like that? And they're like, um... You know, you should really tone it down. And no. I don't like when you say the f word. You're not classy. And I'm like, honestly, I don't really care if I'm classy to you or not, because at the end of the day, my bills are
0: still getting paid. Well, then why are they fucking listening to you? That's what I don't understand. If I don't like I don't something, I, I'm like, then why? Li- if if she, you know, she's gonna say fuck 527 times on one episode. You already
2: know this. So then why listen? I I, I mean, I'm definitely one of the more controversial cast members, I think, just because I've been so involved in all the drama most of the time, but Mm -hmm. so I I definitely think that they should know better than to listen to me if they don't like me using the F word.
0: Oh, let me tell you this before I forget. The picture that you took announcing Kree's name, your hair color, your hair, okay, first of all, I'm like, Okay, my I had my baby 18 years ago, and I still don't look that good. I, I'm still carrying around baby fat, and then I'm like, I'm like, she literally just pushed that baby out, and then she got three other ones. You looked so good, and your hair. I was like, thank you. The color was it was it was perfect. my hair
2: girl. Really? Thank you. It looked really really yeah, really good. my hair really girl good. did it. She came over that morning. Thank you. I wish I could take credit for myself for it myself, but I, I'm not that nice with them. Um, oh, no, it I doesn't matter I'm who did it. It just like matters that it
0: looked good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank and, you. And I love the name Creed. Um, I love the movie. I love Michael B. Jordan. Um, and I think personally, and I, I'm sure this has nothing to do with it, that is such a strong name for a little boy who is... Oh, for sure who is going to grow up in a world, you know, um, no matter how light he is, he will be seen as a black man. And that is just, I thought, just like, that's so perfect. I'm like, I don't know if she how, how much thought went into his name. Then I heard you on the podcast say how y'all came to create. and I'm like, oh, I was really putting too much thought into it. I was like thinking about Apollo, no, but, astrology, but and all kinds of shit. <laughs>
2: The The definition is guiding principle, and so for me, like, obviously, my kids are my guiding principle, and and furthermore, I had, um I don't know if you, if I mentioned what the name Romello means, did I tell you this, did I read uh-uh, this? Uh-uh,
0: I don't think I don't think so.
2: So, part of his name, well, obviously, love the movie, and just, like, the whole, like, you didn't put too much thought into it, because 100%, that's, like, where I was going Okay, with it. thank you. Oh, I'll put so I much also yeah yeah for sure like given the situation and the circumstances around like me and chris and kind of like the chaos that my kids were kind of born into mm-hmm. obviously he's upsetting and like i have a lot of guilt for it and so i wanted a name that was going to kind of foreshadow or manifest you know positive things for his future and so um Creed means guiding principle and romelo is um the tendency to finish whatever you start You're tolerant and like to help humanity. You're active. You're generally warm-hearted and you give your time freely. Mm -hmm. Um, You have tolerance and and acceptance, um, universal and humanitarian outlook. Um, This is a very compassionate name. So these are the qualities that I wanted to kind of manifest into my son. And so you definitely were on the right track, and that was exactly what I wanted because I don't want my kids to kind of project chaos because that's what they were born into. I want them to do the opposite, and I feel like their name's definitely –
0: will help. Let me say this as an as the wise wise old woman here. Chris, okay. one day mark my words. He is going to wake up and see everything that you are all of a sudden. At one moment it is all just going to drop on him. Now, it may be too late for him, but that's that's on him, and it depends on how quickly he does it. But he is going to come to you and thank you for putting up with his half black, white, Mexican ass, whatever, and for being so strong for those (laughs) boys. He is going to do it, and he is going to admit to you how much he regrets not being a better partner to you but until then don't give his ass not one drop of attention none none zero Mm-mm. nope
2: yeah no i think i think even at this point it's just too late and i think mm-hmm. in all of the in all of the shit and the chaos i've definitely understood what i bring to the table and right. and i don't want to accept anything less than what what i offer i, I want it to be reciprocated and so um you know, I hope that we get along. I hope that one day we get along, and I hope that one day he decides that he wants to be there for his kids in a real way. Because right. I'm just that's what people say and hear on his Instagram lives and stuff. Um, you know, there that's just it's just not accurate. It's it, it's a twisted version of of reality. Right. So let
0: me ask you, where do you see yourself in five years?
2: That's a good question. Um, I. I really want to go back to school. Um, I don't know if I would, I truly would love to take the LSAT and and do law school. I wanted to take Mm -hmm. the LSAT when, um, in April, Um, but COVID happened and and I was pregnant and all of these other things. So I would love to in five years kind of go back to school and kind of explore that a little bit because obviously think that I would be out of, you know, the public eye as far as the show goes. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think cool. and hopefully still doing my podcast and, and, you know, just kind of doing my own thing. Let
0: me ask you, if you could pin a letter to Little Kale, what would you tell her?
2: Um, my favorite quote is, she believed she could, so she did. And I think, um, I think I would just write that. Just All right. If Can- you claim it, it'll happen.
0: Right. So you're, I'm into astrology, crystal, sage, and all of that. And um, I, I just tell everybody, yes. if you yes. just smoke weed and sage, life is good. But, you know, what do I know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so, Kel, can you please tell the Libra Lounge audience how they can follow you on social media? Uh, tomorrow night, well, well, actually, Tuesday night is going to be the se- What season are we in of T-Mom 2? Ten. Season 10. 10 of Team Mom 2 and how they can listen to the pop podcast and anything upcoming that you want to let everyone know.
2: Sure. Um, you can follow me at, at Kale Lowry on all social media channels and uh, my, my podcast is at Coffee Combos Podcast um, and that's pretty much it. Kale, thank you so
0: much. I, you don't know. This thank is something so I much. can X off my bucket list and Give all those beautiful yes. boys a kiss from me. And just remember, you got someone in Texas. rooting Rooted for you. And if you're ever in the Houston area, hit me up, girl. I will. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thanks. Bye, Kel.
2: Bitch, You
0: be rolling down the street telling stories bitch you never tell the truth bitch, everybody know you lying bitch cause all you do is lie all righty everyone thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Libra Lounge with Keisha again make sure you're following us on Instagram and on Facebook you know what time it is it is time for me to award the bitch please of the week from the Libra Lounge with Keisha All right, so um, this is just so just crazy and annoying and angering. It's just I don't know. So my husband laughs at me. Producer Jamie laughs at me every time I say that we are in the middle of a race war because I feel like we are. Like it is a war of the races right now, and particularly with black people and white people. Um, I think that both parties have been attacked um, negatively and. I think many of the attacks have not been warranted. Would you agree with that? I would. Um, I, I think sometimes people, it's so everyone's so sensitive right now and um, so defensive that sometimes we just project that anger at the wrong time, accidentally, and and that could be forgiven with an "I'm sorry, I was I was going through something." Uh, somebody else that pissed me off, and you said this, and it just set me off. However, there are some people out there that are doing things quite on purpose. For example, I received an email from Christina Cox, the owner of Morgan Falls Event Center, which is located at 2300 Coaster Road in Alvin, Texas, which is right around the corner from where I am. Um, this is an event center where they have weddings, uh, different performances, or if you have a bridal shower, a baby shower, any kind of event. You, this is one of the places that you would like to have it, and it is black owned. And because it is black owned, there have <laughs> it is amazing to me what people do at that time. Some people have decided to just wake up in the morning and say, "Hey. Hey, hey. After this cup of coffee and after I brush my teeth, I think I'm going to go and post a negative and also fake review of a business that is black owned only because it is black owned. Who does that kind of shit? I don't understand I, do, I don't understand that. But that is what has happened at Morgan Falls Event Center. Um, up until recently, if you if you go to the Facebook page and if you go to YUP, there's been nothing but positive reviews that I've seen. Uh, before I put anything out there, I try to research a little bit. Y'all know I'm lying. I don't be researching it, Producer James does. But for this one, I actually did go and research, and I looked at the reviews, and I, and they they have been splendid. Uh, people have said that the service was wonderful, the event center is beautiful and then all of a sudden you see something that is so far left it's like what 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 the hell happened now everyone has an off day with their business but the i read some reviews that were just outlandish okay listen even if you hate everything about black people A bitch that's getting up every day, taking care of her business, hustling, taking care of her family, running her business, doing a damn pandemic, where people don't even know if they'll be able to have more than 10 people at their wedding, you don't hate on them because of the color of their skin. Now look, if you did not like your services, then by all means, leave a review. Don't ever go there again. But to post something that you know is not true, and and, and then the stuff in it—it it doesn't even. This is how bad it is, producer James. It didn't even sound true. You know how you can read something, for example, you can you're you're looking at a review on a business and someone leaves a review and it's so good you like that is that person's mama that wrote that. You know you can kind of feel it. You you get the vibe. So when I was reading this review, I was just like, this just doesn't even make that much, it was, it was like the person was trying too hard to make it sound bad. Does that make sense?
1: It does.
0: Yeah, so you just know, you're like, this is not true. Look, how about this? If you do not like black people, if you do not like businesses that are owned by black people, then don't go there. Don't spend your money there. But the person who actually, who wrote this really nasty review, they didn't even have something at the event center. They went there, they, they were a guest of someone else who had, who had their wedding there. Which the person who actually had their wedding left a very grand review. And even thanked the, the owner, Christina, for their services. And when she was um, notified that her relative or friend left such a horrendous review, she even reached out to the owner, to apologize for what this person said. So here, here, here's, what, here, here's what it all boils down to. Karma, okay? Uh, remember, we are in a time that everyone needs to take a step, step back before they post things, like what this bitch did right here when she posted a lie. You never know when things are going to come back on you Okay? Now, I'm being extremely kind by not mentioning your name, but I'll tell you what, you do it again, and I'm going to put your damn address on the interwebs, okay? I'm just kidding. Producer James won't let me do it, but he will let me say your name. Can I at least say her whole name if she does something else bad?
1: If she does it something else, absolutely.
0: So you got one more chance. What you really need to do is go to get a Bible. And read it and then do 10 Hail Marys and 10 Our Fathers. And then you need to go and apologize to the staff at Morgan Morgan Falls Event Center, okay, for what you did. That is why this person and any other person that is out there leaving bad reviews, business reviews for people of color businesses, you get the bitch please of the week from the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Now go forth, be happy. Uh, get sage, 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 sage. That lady, probably, you know what? I'm going to find that lady. I'm going to take her some sage. And if weed were legal, I would take her some weed too. Because obviously she's got such a serious problem. She is just really bothered that they are successful black women running businesses. So make sure you tune in next week. I'm not sure who our guest is going to be next week. Do we have one?
1: Not sure, but uh, we'll announce it when we know.
0: And even if we don't, I'll be here. <laughs> And that's all that really matters. Have a fantastic week, and don't forget, don't be to be sucker free. Alrighty, thank you.
1: It's the leader Lounge. The leader Lounge. Ooh.